Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside of Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stample. I am Greg Sussman. My final show of 2019. What's happening, Frank? Greg, hey, happy Friday to you, bud. How'd you sleep last night? I slept really, really well. Was it because of that crushing Knicks win? Uh, it was that. I hit my dollar holla over there on the FanDuel inside the lines. There you go. Greg Sussman's hot. Hot fire. I had a good night. Let's last keep night. it going here on Friday, where we uh, we'll do a little DFS preview. I had a good night last week. Seventeen. I was in a deep sleep last night, and I, I remember my dream. I, I was dreaming that Judy was. This is a true story. That there were like two football games on. There was like this massive, massive delay. So the football games, whatever caused the delay, they didn't get going again until like five thirty in the morning. Like two games. The or the Raiders are playing. I remember remember that vividly. And Judy was making us watch. I'm like, you don't understand. I have to wake up in an hour. Like, I don't, I'm not having one hour of sleep. I can't function like that. And she forced us to have all the lights on and to watch the games. And then I woke up. Like, I looked around. It was like dark out. I was like, huh. That's crazy. There you go, Greg. That was my dream last night. Dreaming about the job. Dreaming about fantasy. I told you I dream about my job every night. You do. Bad. Is it? Yeah. Maybe you should dream about this part of the job. This is the fun part of the job. This is the fun part of the job, but I probably dream that's been going wrong, Frank. No, nothing goes wrong in the BFS. Come on, Greg. That's that's nice. That's nice of you to say. Greg, I heard during the uh, the news update yeah. that Antonio Brown is working out for the New Orleans Saints. Obviously, it's a little bit older news now at this point in the day, but uh, how does that make you feel? Uh, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Like, So I think... They worked out Antonio Brown. They worked out uh, Maurice Harris. They worked out a couple of other guys. And the huge names haven't come out yet. And I think it's clear what they're doing, right? They're just getting inventory, getting in the workouts, and seeing what comes of it. If Antonio Brown signs with the team, he will be placed on the commissioner exempt list. He is not playing this year. But for next year, you know, he's in shape. We compare him with Michael Thomas. He won't cost that much. Get a little leg up on the competitions that Sean Payton was doing. He knows that this week doesn't really matter. Use those uh, workouts to update the emergency list. 
I think that's the biggest takeaway from all this, right? Everyone was freaking out earlier today. They're trying to help Drew Brees get a ring this year. He can't play this year. He's not going to He's going to be on the commissioner's exempt list, as you mentioned. If he were to sign with the New Orleans Saints, we don't know if that's going to happen, but imagining Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas on the field together with Alvin Kamara and Jared Cook and Latavius Murray and just that entire offense. Good offense. Pretty crazy. Good offense. Uh, you know, if, if Teddy Bridgewater has to take over next year, it's a pretty good way to, to take over with weapons like that. So we'll see what comes of it. Look, we know Antonio Brown could still play. It's just, can he not get himself in trouble long enough to stay on the field? I mean, that's ultimately what he comes down to. I'm getting updates every single day. One of our producers downstairs, Alex Fasano. Shout out to Alex. Diehard Steelers fan. So, you know, he's got a finger on Such the Such a diehard Steelers fan that he wants him to lose this weekend. No, 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 no. Come on. I have a, I have a playoff a Steelers ticket, Greg. So let's go Steelers. Let's go black and yellow. Uh, we also need the Houston Texans to beat the Tennessee Titans. Of course, the one thing, the one time that I need the Jets to lose, Greg, was last week to the Steelers to help me cash that Steelers sure, playoff ticket. Sure. And, you know, I got gased. I got gased. Well, I, got, I mean, you talked him down all year. You, I got deserve, Adam you deserve it. Yeah, it's ex- yeah, it's exactly what I deserve, right? Adam Gase. He, you know, he does just enough to... Not get a good draft pick, but also not enough to make the playoffs. That's that's now known as the Adam Gates, Greg. That's pretty anno- I'm pretty annoyed at myself in my fantasy basketball league, where for some reason I just like don't want to spend money at all. Like you, you don't really have to spend money all that often. So I have like ninety dollars left, and I refuse to put like a dollar on players. <laughs> and it has cost me it cost me a week last week because I refuse to put a dollar on George Hill, and instead George Hill went to somebody that spent the dollar, and I lost because of that. This week I refuse today to spend a dollar on Aaron Holiday. I lost out because of that. What are you saving it for, Greg? I, I don't know. You can't take it with you, man. I don't know. I know you've got a lot going on downstairs. You got a lot going on downstairs. A lot of the time, you got to get those bids in, man. I, I've been Stop zero. Being do- cheap. I just been zero dollars. I just like why don't I save it a dollar? I lost on it. If I lose this week because of it, shame on me, man. Shame on you. Come on, Greg. Turn it around. Fantasy basketball season. Well, not yet. We got to finish out. Uh, we got to finish out. It DFS is fantasy season. basketball season. It is. It's it is. definitely fantasy basketball season. Yeah. I don't want to say it's not. Yeah, but it's also still football season. We got to wrap it up here, Greg. Can we get some people in the BFF FanDuel contest too? By the way, I'm going to play this week. Oh, you're going to play? I'm going to play. Oh, it took you uh, took you 17 weeks. You're going to play. I, that is not true. <laughs> I missed like it took one 17 week. weeks. I missed get in there. one week. I'm out here every Sunday trying my darndest, tweeting, trying to get people to join I the BFF FanDuel contest. Week. If you're watching this live or listening to this on demand. Hit me up on Twitter, at Roto underscore Frank. Send me your FanDuel username. I'm sorry we don't play it on DraftKings. I know I've tweeted it before. Oh, I wish you play on DraftKings. It doesn't matter. It's DFS. Half PPR is better than full PPR anyway. No doubt. Come play with us on FanDuel. Send me your username. 20-person contest. Top three people get paid out. And it's very easy to beat us. We're not uh, good. No, very bad. We're not good. Uh, someone say we're awful. <laughs> So, you know, I think maybe I, I cashed out once the entire season that we've been playing, Greg. Same, I think. Same. Yeah, pro- probably zero times for Greg. Certainly but I know time. I cashed out once. Last week, my dad won. That's how easy it is. Anybody can win this. Your dad also beat you. In, in the no, he didn't. I won the championship, Greg. Are you serious? Why? How? Devontae Adams outscored Mike Boone. Oh, yeah. I was down eight points going into Monday Night Football. I won the chip. 30. So, if you want to play on FanDuel, join us. It's like the Dave Chappelle meme. Yes, yes, come to us. Join us. Send me your username. We'll get you in there. 
$5 contest, top three you payout. You, you, and for the rest of this show, Frank we will talk about players that you can use in Week 17 DFS because you should not, not be playing Seasonal Fantasy at this point in the season. But if you are, we'll help you there too. Seasonal DFS, we don't care. We're helping you over the next hour here on the BFFs. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. BFFs, we're live. 2019, week 17. We're getting you ready. We were just talking about um, heading into break. Oh, the Philadelphia Eagles situation. So let's kind of jump in there. Eagles-Giants is a big game. Because if the Eagles win, they're in the playoffs. If the Eagles lose, Dallas has an opportunity to win and get in. Let's go. You have I have a ticket? Cowboys have playoff a Cowboys ticket as well. Yeah. Cowboys, Texans, Steelers. So Texans is good. Steelers, probably not going to happen. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, I just shot last week. I'm, to lock it up. I'm man. living on a prayer here, man. I just shot. Let's go, Giants. Let's go, week. Big Blue, Greggy. You know that they're gonna win that game too. You know they're gonna win that game. It's very, very frustrating. And then watch the Cowboys find a way to lose to Washington it's as very, eleven point favorites. Very frustrating as a Giants fan with the thought that they could win this game. I mean, you've already missed out at Chase Young. It can't get much worse now. You can now you can miss out on that offensive lineman that you want, Andrew Thomas. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I remember a couple of weeks ago when I thought the Jets were going to get that guy. Nah. Now, now we're sitting at pick 10. Sucks. And uh, probably going to beat the Bills this week, too. Oh, so. yes. There you go. They're why, not going to play Josh Allen. Why don't we, drop, why we drop down to pick 12 while we're at it? It's Matt Barkley season, baby. Let's go. Oh, my we'll goodness. get the Bills in the, in the Jets in All right, Eagle, Eagles, uh, Eagles, 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 Giants. Eagles, Giants. Where do you want to start? Right. So the good news is uh, for the Eagles, they're going to play everybody because, like I said, they win and they get in. So they're not benching anybody they uh, would normally start with. Uh, we, as Frank and I were mentioning to each other during the break, Jordan Howard's back. They released Jay Ajayi and they said Jordan Howard is going to play this weekend. However, we really like what Miles Sanders is doing. We really like what Boston Scott is doing. They are the uh, one and two options in this offense. Jordan Howard will be the third option. And it sounds like it's going to be behind glass, break in case of emergency type of thing. If Miles Sanders looks like crap, if Boston Scott looks like crap, uh, either of them get injured, we'll go to Jordan Howard. If not, Let's not fix what ain't broke. We're going to stick with that, which means Miles Sanders is certainly someone worth playing on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, some people might get scared off of Miles Sanders uh, because they see that Jordan Howard is coming back. Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport. What are you doing, buddy? He tweeted out earlier, the Eagles' starting running back is back, Jordan Howard. Uh, what? <laughs> Maybe third string? Third string at best because Miles Sanders is now the starter for this team and rightfully so. What he's done the past couple of weeks. You mentioned, Greg, uh, a, a, a break glass in case of emergency. That's the situation here. Uh, there's no going to be no emergency. I think that Miles Sanders is going to be uh, just fine. He's been used in the past game. He has at least five receptions in back-to-back games. Uh, the total yards have been there for him. Massive back-to-back games. Over 150 total yards. He had... He has three touchdowns over the last two games, so I think Miles Sanders on FanDuel over at seventy four hundred dollars uh, is a fine play. I, you know, I, I think he's trustworthy for cash games. I think, you know, he might even be 
He might even be lower owned because people might be worried about Jordan Howard. And because of that, I'm perfectly fine with Miles Sanders this week, Greg. I like Miles Sanders this week. I think I like Greg, I like Greg Ward this week as well. Oh, for sure. Who's in a great spot against a New York Giants secondary. That's terrible. So he uh, is in a perfectly fine spot here uh, on Sunday. So Greg Ward, get him in there as well. One of my favorite value plays is 5,600 on FanDuel. Greg, that's, that's a... That's a Greggy if I've ever seen one. That's a great price. Zach Ertz seems like a legitimate question mark. He's not on the doubtful side of things. I don't think he's going to play. I don't think so either, which means yeah. all the Dallas got her here on Sunday. Yeah, again, look, the Eagles are extremely banged up. This offense has rolled through the running backs and the tight ends and, you know, with a few targets sprinkled into Greg Ward there. But they don't have anyone that can stretch the field. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has not been the player Doesn't that they... Doesn't always sound like we have a lisp when we say that? Yeah, I don't... That is how you it? say it. Yeah, I know. It's like, should we do it? Should but we it just sounds like we have a lisp. Yeah. We don't. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I guess I'll say it the way that it's supposed to be said, but it does sound weird for sure. Okay. Definitely sounds weird. Uh, but before going off on a tangent, <laughs> they don't really have anyone that they can stretch the field with, and it's been a lot of just over the middle of the field, throwing to the tight ends. We know that Carson Wentz likes to throw to his tight ends. Dallas Goddard had a monster game last week, and I think he's in a good position again this week. The, the price has risen on FanDuel, $6,400, and he's going to be one of the more higher-owned players, assuming that Zach Ertz is out. But 12 targets, 9 catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown last week. I'm going back to the well there. I, I think it is worth it at that price. Ultimately, sometimes chalk makes sense, right? Sometimes you, you need to do the chalk. Dallas Goddard. Well, him and chalk. Tyler Higby, right? Those are going to be the guys. Like Higby going up against the Cardinals. Well, here's, here's the thing with Tyler Higby. We'll get to that game in a moment. We don't know that Jared Goff's going to be under center. That's an issue. Well... Give me all the Blake Bortles, Bortles season! Let's go. Bortles service. Serve it up right to Tyler Higby. On the Giants side of things, um, they're a full go. You got Danny Dimes. You got Sterling Shepard. You got Golden Tate. Darius Slayton should be 100% for this game, they're saying. Saquon Barkley's looked really good his last two games. Giants office can be deployed as you expect. And I think Pat Shermer's going to open up the playbook. He knows this could be it. We're not, let's not hold anything back. Greg. I'm sorry, man, but I love the Giants in this spot. So and, does everybody. You know, Daniel Jones, with the game that he just had, he threw five touchdowns. He is, you know, higher price this week, $7,500 on FanDuel, but the Eagles nice. secondary has been taken advantage of all season long. Ronald Darby has been placed on IR as well. And if you like Daniel Jones, you have to like some of their pass catchers, and they're extremely cheap. Sterling Shepard. $6,200 this week. Golden Tate, $5,900, led this team with 11 targets last week. Even Caden Smith, Greg. If you want to pay down at tight end so you can you know, get those stud wide receivers, stud good. running backs in there. He had eight targets last week. He's only $5,300. You know that they're going to throw the ball in this matchup against the Eagles. Uh, it's tougher to run against, the, against this Eagles defense. So, you know, if I'm paying up at running back, I don't know that Saquon Barkley is one of those guys that I would go towards this week. I, I more so like the passing game of the Giants. I like Daniel Jones at his price, as well as the wide receivers and Caden Smith if you want to pay down at tight end. Let me move on to the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team. They play at 4 o'clock. If the Eagles win, well, great. It's over. And if it's over, I don't think the Cowboys are going to play Dak Prescott which is a major issue for those that want to start a Michael Gallup. I have no idea the status of Amari Cooper. Same with Jason Witten. I assume Zeke will be out there. Maybe Tony Pollard becomes a play. There is a lot of question marks. The problem is both of these games are at 4.30, Greg. Oh, the Eagles play at 4.30? Yeah. I, th I thought the Eagles are at 1 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that your logic would have been correct. Sure. That if they played at 1 o'clock and at the time, you know, look, if the if the Eagles end up Got winning it. that game, then, you know, maybe Dak starts and, like, sits out after the totally. first quarter. Never mind. But which means, which is both good. teams playing at 4.30, everybody's everyone's going to play. Everybody's in. All right, which is, fantastic, yeah. which is fantastic news if you're starting the Cowboys. So do you feel comfortable starting Dak Prescott this weekend? 
Yeah, look, it's a must-win game. The Washington secondary is extremely beat up. I I think Dak Prescott, look, if you're playing a season long at this point, you're going to use him. I don't know that I'm going to use Dak Prescott in uh, DFS just because I think that there's a few other cheaper quarterbacks that are also in good positions here. Let's see how much Dak Prescott is. He's $8,000. It's just a big price tag. Good matchup. Washington secondary is beat up. It's fair. He has big upside. I think it's more of a GPP play for me when it comes to Dak Prescott, but I do like the wide receivers for the Cowboys here. Michael Gallup is $6,500. Amari Cooper is $7,500. Give me the savings on Michael Gallup. He's one of the better value wide receivers that I like. And then if you want to pay up for running back, obviously we'll talk about Christian McCaffrey a little bit later on. I like Aaron Jones a lot as well, but Zeke at $8,700. Greg, we spoke about him earlier in the week. He hasn't he hasn't won people leagues, but he hasn't lost people leagues. He's been fine. He's been what you would expect. He's a top five running back. And over the past month of the season, Washington's allowing the third most fantasy points to running back. So must win game for the Cowboys. I think Ezekiel Elliott's in play as well. I, I like Zeke and Gallup probably the most of anybody on the Cowboys side from a DFS perspective. On the other side of the, of the Washington football offense here, Case Keenum's going to start at quarterback for this team. Adrian Peterson, uh, he's been very, very good with all those carries. Uh, can you start AP this week? And Terry McLaurin's already been ruled out, so I can't imagine there's anybody else there. Yeah, so uh, the Terry McLaurin thing sucks because obviously he's played so much better with, uh, with Case Keenum, Case Keenum yeah. all season long. So that's uh, that's an unfortunate situation. We're going to get a lot of Adrian Peterson in this game, obviously, here, Greg. And we know that as long as he's been the guy with Darius Geis out, he does see massive workloads. 6,300 over on Fanduel. I just don't think that the upside is massive. They're 11-point they're underdogs, so likely playing from behind. They're going to feed Adrian Peterson, probably gets around 15 touches in this game. I would look in a different direction. I don't think that there's anything that I want to get involved with on the Washington side of things here in this game. Must win for the Dallas Cowboys. That obviously makes sense. Let me go. Um, I want to continue talking about the games that have meaning, right? Like, there's a lot of games. You mentioned, um, you mentioned the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals a little while ago. So I'll jump into that very quickly before we get the break. For the Rams and the Cardinals, the Rams, Sean McVay said, I'm going to be cautious. I don't expect a lot of Todd Gurley. I, I'm sure Tyler Higby will do his thing. The question is, who will be throwing him the ball? Do you care? I don't care because he's going up against the Arizona Cardinals. We've been using tight ends against this defense all all season season long. Uh, And the last time he faced them, he went seven for 107 and one. Four straight games over 100 yards. uh, Three straight games with double-digit targets. I'm perfectly fine using Tyler Higby. Let's stay in the NFC. Sunday night football, the game of the day. We break it down next. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. This is like a different variation. I kind of like it. But Greggy's in. Uh-oh, he's got the shoulders going.
Oh, here it is. I guess let's keep playing it. I think it's going to fade out at some point. There it is. It's and it's gone. And it's gone. We're back on the VFS. Got to play, with, play around in that. It was fun. Good remix there. Uh, we were talking about the Rams and the Cardinals a moment ago. Um, we don't understand Kyler Murray quite yet. What? Kenny Drake, Kenny Drake, Kenny Drake, Kenny Drake. Is that fair to say? I mean, if you want, we could just throw on the promo. Kenny Drake? Kenny Drake? Have you say Kenny Drake, Drake five times in a Kenyan row? Kenny Drake is four times in a row, Frank. Get it right. <laughs> Kenny Drake? Kenny Drake? Maybe this week it's going to be five Drake? times, Greg. Kenny Drake? Well, yeah, the Rams have struggled to running backs recently as well. We saw Raheem Mostert with a touchdown last week. We saw the week before that, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard combined for over 240 rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns. So, yeah, I think Kenyon Drake is in play as well here. Um, 7,300 over on FanDuel. Just massive, massive end-of-the-year performances here from Kenyon Drake. We've been talking about him a lot the past couple of weeks. Where is he going to end up in the offseason? Doesn't matter for right now. Week 17, still with the Arizona Cardinals in a solid spot here. It's Rams defense. What are, what are they playing for at this point? There's not really much motivation here. They know that they're not going to make the playoffs. And I think Kenyon Drake has a little bit more something to prove here, Greg, uh, to try and earn himself a nice little contract here in the offseason. So, yeah, Kenyon Drake definitely in play uh, at seventy three hundred dollars, I'll throw this your way, Greg. Kenyon Drake at seventy three hundred, or Miles Sanders at seventy four hundred. Oh, that's a good one. I know. And that's a that's good why one. I asked you. I think I'm gonna go Kenyon Drake. Yeah, you're you're the promo guy. You you are the advocate of Kenyon Drake. I always have been, to be fair. It's true. Now everybody just knows it. Yeah. I mentioned you're driving the bandwagon. So that started us in the NFC West. Let me go uh, to the NFC West tonight, or Sunday night rather. The Seahawks and the 49ers, the flex game, everything is on the line. The number one seed, a bye versus playing in either Philadelphia or Dallas a week later. What do you like in this game? I'm on the 49ers as well. Uh, they still do have some motivation here. They have to win this game in order to lock up the number one seed. And I know a lot of the uh, sharp betters, the sharp betters, everyone's all over the San Francisco 49ers this week. And it's kind of hard not to be. I understand that this game is in Seattle. Russell Wilson uh, coming off a loss. They play well at home. I, I understand everything there. But their defense hasn't been great all year. The offense the past month or you know four to six weeks has not looked the same as it was earlier on in the season we haven't seen those big blow-off games out of Russell Wilson the running backs are all hurt now yes it's fun to talk about Marshawn Lynch being back with his team beast mode signs with the Seattle Seahawks I think we still see a lot of Travis Homer here in this game Greg uh, so if you need a cheap play if you play on one of the showdown slates I think Travis Homer makes some sense he's going to catch some passes in this spot but ultimately the 49ers are the better team the better defense They've, you know, they've just been a force all season long. I like the 49ers in this spot, so I think they uh, they lock down the number one seed. I like the Seahawks in this spot. Actually, Sunday night it's at home. It's still a tough spot to play in, and I think Marshall Lynch being back will certainly have the emotion going at CenturyLink Field. We've seen both of these teams recently be up and down. Uh, we'll see if the Seahawks can run the ball. We'll see if the Niners defense can step up as they haven't been able to without Richard Sherman in the lineup. I think it's a really, really tough game uh, to figure out. And with that being said, I don't really know, from a DFS perspective, I, I, obviously we were just talking about the Sunday night slate, a single game slate, but I don't know who I would want to play. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think the guy that I 
on the Seahawks. I would side, lean on both running backs. I think Homer on the, on the Seattle side Raheem and then Mostert, Mostert on the yeah. other side. I think both of those guys make a lot of sense. Think of Hollister? I'm just trying to find people that I know they're going to get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really... That's it. It's like, who do you trust in the Seattle Seahawks passing game right now? Again, Russell Wilson hasn't had those ble- those big blow-up performances, and Dwayne Brown is hurt for the Seahawks, and you know the pass rush is going to get after him, and the 49ers are going to be hot in this game, Greg. They, they, had, they played a wonderful game the last time these two teams met. The game went into overtime. We know the last-second field goal win for the Seattle Seahawks here, but I think the 49ers... Want to get some revenge in this spot. I think they want to bounce back. They want to lock down the number one seed. I guess there's a chance that if Green Bay and New Orleans somehow both lose, then Seattle, uh, then San Fran is not really playing for anything on Sunday Night Football, but I don't really envision those things happening earlier on in the day. So I'm going to stick with San Fran. I like both running backs in this spot if you're playing the showdown slate. Obviously, uh, George Kittle is going to be involved. I like Debo Samuel as well, so I guess that means I like Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm all aboard San Fran in the spot here on Sunday Night Football. Let's stick in the NFC, Frank, where one of the highest totals on the board is Atlanta and Tampa Bay. I know Tampa Bay's defense was annoyingly good at stopping DeAndre Hopkins last they week. They have been the past couple of weeks. Will they do that to Julio Jones? Probably not. They did it to the Hopkins. They did do it against Hopkins, but the target share for Julio the past couple of weeks has just been so massive uh, since Calvin Ridley has gone down. He has been an absolute beast, and... Look, if you want to pay up at wide receiver, it's hard to argue against Julio Jones at this point. You got to, I mean, you got to pay up big time. It's 8,500 over on FanDuel. Devontae Adams, I like a lot as well at 8,400. I have a few other mid tier wide receivers and values that we'll get to uh, throughout the course of the show. But Julio Jones, just the targets, the opportunity, the volume, he is questionable like he always is. But Greg, over the past two weeks, he has 35 targets nice that is just insane they think we play in target leagues am i right up over well you look two games ago against the Fernie had 134 yards and two touchdowns good thing we play in touchdown leagues am i right that, am i right yeah you are right greg that was the first time he scored a touchdown since week three uh and of course he went back to being julio jones and did not score a touchdown last week but 10 for 166 i think he'll take that and i think he's in a good position once again this week although the bucks defense has played better so just Keep that in your mind. I, I still don't mind paying up for Julio Jones here in the spot, Greg. I honestly don't either. I'll How do you feel about uh, them bringing back, bringing back all the uh, the coaching staff? for, for Thomas the- Dimitrov back, Raheem Morris promoted GM, as a coordinator. Dan Quinn will be back. And Dan Quinn, of course, back as head coach. Listen, this dude... He's got nine lives. Probably should have been fired during the bye week. And yet, he made changes. He took himself out of the defensive coordinator role. He moved Raheem Morris back to the other side of the football. And they're playing hard. Like, when you're thinking of firing a coach, isn't the mark of, has you, have you lost the team? And there's been a lot of people that have come out, both on the team, off the team, that have said, hey, we want Dan Quinn to be here. We're going to play hard for Dan Quinn. Keep him. They have. And he stays. He kind of earned it, didn't he? Well, I mean, it took a lot to get to that point. You're right. I mean, he made adjustments, and that's all you could ask for as a coach, right? They started playing harder after the bye, as you mentioned, but what about everything that happened before that, right? Like, you can argue, you know, even a month before their bye, like, the team looked like they had given up, and yes, they deal with injuries. The offensive line hasn't been good. Uh, the defense suffered a lot of in- injuries earlier on in the season as well, uh, so there was a lot for this Atlanta Falcons team to overcome, but it just seems like ever since that collapse in the Super Bowl, Greg, They've just been going downhill ever since. So 
Uh, I think after this season, it might have made some sense to make some changes, but... Stability. Arthur Blake wanted stability. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Look, you want the continuity, you want to stick with what you know, that's fine, but at some point, you know, if you're not winning games, if you're not making it back to the playoffs, if you're not getting back to that, uh, that Super Bowl level, then I think you've got to make some changes. But ultimately, uh, you know, those guys are going to be back. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens here in the offseason for the Atlanta Falcons. We certainly will. On the Tampa Bay side, it'll be interesting what they do in the offseason, specifically at the quarterback position. Will Jameis Winston be back? I know you and I disagree on this topic. You say he will. I say he will not. Uh, how much is Rashad? I saw a report earlier that he wants to get paid $30 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in everywhere. That's how absurd that comment is. Uh, and it was Field Yates who quote tweeted and said, $1 million for every interception. <laughs> Which is, I guess, technically true. It's, not, true. it's not false. Um, would you, how much is Brashad Perriman this week? Uh, Brashad Perriman over on FanDuel is, wow, <laughs> oh gosh, uh, you will not be playing him because he's $7,600. You will not be playing Brashad. You will not be paying him. Uh, you will not be playing him. Uh, yeah, that is, that is a big price tag for Brashad Perriman. The targets were there for him. And yes, the volume is always there for Tampa Bay, but both of these defenses are playing well right now. Tampa Bay and Atlanta, the, the defenses have been, play, been playing better as of late. So I do not want to spend up the $7,600 for Brashad Perryman. I do not want to spend up the $8,100 it's going to take you to get Jameis Winston as well. I'd rather go down $200 for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, everyone seems to be on Tom Brady this week. He is at $7,600. So uh, there are a few other quarterbacks you can go towards. I am pretty much staying away from the Bucks situation. How about Ronald Jones? Any interest there, Greg? Sure. Ronald Jones, 6200 A little expensive. Uh, yeah, probably not going to do that either. A little expensive. The Falcons have been good against running backs this year as well. Yeah. Um, let me... Ronald Jones looked good last week, man. I mean, I don't know how many times it's going <laughs> to... We're going to fall for him and O.J. Howard and, you know, flip-flopping. One week it's him, one week it's Peyton Barber. I, I don't know what more Bruce Arians needs to see, Greg. He ran well. That 49-yard run that he had against Houston last week, he looked really good on that play. I mean, he showed shiftiness, acceleration. I mean, things that you want out of a starting caliber running back in the NFL. For some reason, Bruce Arians just will not completely buy in on Ronald Jones. It's very frustrating. Minnesota and Chicago this week. Minnesota treating it like a bye week. We don't expect to see Kirk Cousins. We're not going to see Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison's questionable. I don't see a reason to play him either. If they're treating it as a bye week because they know that the number six seed, well, a lot of Sean Mannion and a lot of players I don't want to start on Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. Against the Bears defense, while the Bears defense has been a letdown, they've still been strong against wide receivers, and they haven't allowed a ton of uh, production to running backs recently as well here. So, um, yeah, I don't want to get involved with any of the backups here for the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook already been ruled out. Uh, Mike Boone, that was fun last week. We're not going to go back to the Mike Boone well. Probably see some BC Johnson here, some Amir Abdullah blast from the past. Uh, I'm not fooling around with any of these Minnesota Vikings here, Greg. We'll take a break. When we come back, let's go to the big game in the AFC. Titans and Texans, we break it down next. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
Get in the game with the DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. The offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. Sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Tennessee Titans, Frankie, well, they have destiny in their own hands. They win. They're going to get in. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. The Steelers, they're losing to Baltimore. Don't worry about it. What? No. Sorry. Don't say that. Sorry. Come on, Greg. They're going to lose to RG3 and yes. backups? Yes. No. Yes. No. Let's go, Steelers. No. You know what's crazy? Imagine I said this to you in the middle of the season, Greg. Sure. I think whoever ends up facing the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs Loses. would not want to see that team right now. So the Is Titans, that crazy to say? Well, the Titans would be the sixth seed. They would travel to Kansas City. All right, I'll take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually think that... I think it would be a more competitive game than, like, initially you would think, right? Like, so obviously, the Kansas Titans City, go Kansas into City the Kansas City would rather see Pittsburgh than Tennessee, you're saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, Pittsburgh is a better defense than Tennessee, for sure, but, like... Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, like, terrible. I don't terrible. Agree with you. Maybe but dude, Lynch. Tannehill, second half of the season, just playing so well. Derrick Henry, the way that he runs, that running style, just your defense taking a beating over and over. AJ Brown, breakout rookie wide receiver. This is a great offense right now. I don't think that a team in the playoffs would really want to see the Tennessee Titans, but ultimately the Chiefs are playing really good ball right now. Getting back to this game, Greg, I think that there is a chance that Houston arrests some of their players throughout the course of this game and they don't play a full game. What say you? I mean, that's why Week 17 is so tough. Like, you're trying to figure out motivation and, you know, do teams actually need to play their starters? And it's a divisional matchup and maybe the Texans want to stick it to the Titans and make sure that they don't get in the playoffs, but... I still think that there's a chance that they don't play a full complement of snaps. I agree. I, I don't. I know Bill O'Brien has said he's playing everybody, but yeah. why? Like, what do you have to gain? They've already locked up the division. Correct. They can't really move anywhere. They're not can going they? anywhere. Yeah. Sean Watson playing. They're going to be the four seed. Sixty it. minutes in this game is a monstrous mistake. Monstrous. Yeah. And I don't think they should do that. Yeah, so that's why it's risky. I know uh, Lance Davis in the chat was asking. He plays in a Week 17 league if he should play DeAndre Hopkins and. DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins, and you know he'll play enough to, if they score points, he's likely going to be involved in the scoring, and the way to attack Tennessee is through the air and with their secondary. Adoree Jackson has already been ruled out in this game, so if you're playing a seasonal league, continue to use DeAndre Hopkins. I would not use DeAndre Hopkins in DFS, however. On the other side, I mentioned Ryan Tannehill. I think that he is in play. I think A.J. Brown is also in play here, Greg. 7,200 on FanDuel. Uh, he was shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore last week. Only had two targets. He lucked out with that 49-yard rushing touchdown. I think in a must-win game for Tennessee, uh, both Tannehill and A.J. Brown bounce back in the spot here. Last time he faced them, he went over 100 yards and a touchdown against the Houston Texans. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan Tannehill in a really good spot. And again, I want players that that's what I'm going to play for. Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis even, who's going to be play as he's back for this concussion. He's in a good spot. Derrick Henry, uh, healthier. He's in a good spot, like you said. I really like the Tennessee Titans in this spot. I think they win and they get in, like I mentioned. Yeah, I think that's fair. You're probably right. It's just sad because I want the Steelers to get in. Uh, my last hope might be the Dallas Cowboys. And usually whenever you start or end a sentence with that, you, you get let down. 
Big well, time. Let's chat about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team that you are rooting for. Steelers against the Ravens. It's going to be RG3 starting for Baltimore. Lamar Jackson isn't going to play. Mark Ingram isn't going to play, although there is expectation that he'll be back for the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens are going to bench anybody that's really injured. Mark Andrews will not see the field in this game. Can RG3 upset the Steelers with a whole bunch of backups? I guess that there is a chance because they're still a really well-coached team in the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, the that offense, that Greg Roman offense, uh, it, it is one that is tailored around the skill sets of RG3. While, you know, he's not the athlete that he once was and certainly not the athlete that Lamar Jackson is, he can make plays with his legs. So at $7,000, you know, if I'm making multiple lineups, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of RG3 in there at that price because I still think uh, he can provide some value with his rushing production. Greg... Do you want to get involved with any of the running backs here? Because I think that there is a chance, and you won't know, obviously, until the game starts, that the Ravens can not give a full workload to Gus Edwards here either because there's still a chance Mark Ingram won't be healthy for the first game in the playoffs. And if that's the case, I think that they want Gus Edwards to be 100%, which leaves Justice Hill, but it's just such a tough situation to figure out. I think that I would just stay away from it completely. What say you? I like both of them. I think. I like Gus Edwards, and I like Justice Hill. I think RG3, uh, at this point in his career, just not nearly as athletic as he once was, as you said. And I think that Baltimore wants to win this game, and their offense isn't going to change. They're going to run the football. I, I think we saw Justice Hill be effective last week when Mark Ingram went down. Obviously, we know what Gus Bus can do here as well. I kind of like both of them. How much are they? The problem is Gus Edwards is $6,600, and I'll read you off a few other values that I like. DeAndre Washington, 6300 Tony Michelle, 6,500. Damian Williams, 6,400. I would favor all of those running backs over Gus Edwards at the $6,600 price tag. Probably. Justice Hill, 59. I like that. Yeah. Who else is around Could there? Could make for a sneaky flex. Who else is around there? Um, I'll sort by salary here over on FanDuel. Right around Justice Hill, uh, just ahead of the $5,900 price tag, you have Kareem Hunt at 6,100. Devin Singletary at 62. You don't know how much he's going to play. Uh, Ronald Jones at 62. Uh, just behind Justice Hill, you have Ty Johnson. You remember that, Greg? He passed from pass. Yeah, Terp. LaShawn McCoy, Naheem Hines, Alexander Madison, Dude. David Johnson. So, Dude. all crap. Yeah. Uh, Benny Snell, maybe. 5,500. James Conner's already been ruled out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Benny so, Snell. Benny Snell at 5,500, Greg, sure. or Justice Hill at 5,900? Against each other. Against each other. I think I got to go Benny Snell. Save some money. Get Last a week, Jalen Samuels led this backfield with 63% of their snaps. Oh God, <laughs> I think I would lean with Justice Hill. Right, I think there's a chance that Gus Edwards doesn't see the full workload here because, again, they need him healthy for the playoffs uh, in case Mark Ingram is not good to go. I think they lean on Justice Hill here. He gets... Double-digit touches at $5,900. All right. Uh, you mentioned the Buffalo Bills. Let's get into them here for a moment. It's Buffalo taking on oh gosh, the JTS, the New York Jets, baby. Buffalo's going to be careful with everybody, they've said. That includes Josh Allen. It's going to be Matt Barkley time. That includes Devin Singletary, I'm sure. And well, anybody else important on that team? Get, there is white. Get the uh, get the the Adam Gase Gatorade bath ready for after this one. I think the Jets win this game. The Buffalo Bills uh, obviously do not care much about it. Divisional matchup again, but they're already locked into their playoff spot. And Josh Allen might play a little bit in this game. I, I would probably say the first quarter. I think Josh Allen plays the first quarter, and you know it's 
because of that, you can't play him. You can't play Matt Barkley. You don't know how much either one of those players are going to play. Uh, and that goes for the rest of the offense as well, between Devin Singletary and John Brown and Cole Beasley. I, I can't get involved with the Bills offense from a DFS perspective at all in this game here, Greg. I think Le'Veon Bell is interesting. I've mentioned enough running backs throughout the course of the show today uh, around his price tag. He's $7,200. I like Miles Sanders more. I like Kenyon Drake more. Uh, the way to attack the Bills is on the ground, and maybe they rest some of their defensive starters as well, but Le'Veon Bell hasn't been great all season, so uh, I really don't want to do the Le'Veon Bell thing. I, I don't really want to start anyone in this game. Maybe, if anything, Greg, I'll look at the Jets' defense because they'll be going up against a lot of the Bills' backups. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I think that probably makes the most sure. sense. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm not, I'm not using any skill position players here. Staying in the AFC East, New England Patriots have a chance to lock up the bye with a victory over Miami. Ryan Patrick playing for another year on this deal. Five and a half million dollar contract. He could be back next year uh, to bridge the gap for Tua. We talked about that uh, last week. Um, Sony Michelle has been a popular name that's been thrown out at us here this week. He's got a lot of carries as of late. Julian Edelman, I think, is... Not someone I want to play this week. I think you'd be very cautious with him. I don't even know if they play him. Everybody else, always a crapshoot. I like Rex Burkhead, and I do like Sony Michelle. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, Sony Michelle, you mentioned the workload that he's seen back to back games with uh, a big snap share and a lot of carries here. 40 carries total over his last two games. And the last time that he faced the Miami Dolphins, Greg, he went 21 rushes for 83 yards and a touchdown. That's about as Sony Michelle of a line as you can get. And I think we might get something similar this week. Uh, so at the mid-tier of uh, running back pricing on FanDuel, I do think Sony Michelle is a viable option this week. A lot of people are on Tom Brady, Greg, because they think you know if he throws multiple touchdowns in the first quarter that he can overtake Drew Brees for the all-time record in TD passes. So people are looking at, you know, what is the motivation again? every angle. I get in it. In week 17, you're trying to find I get it. an edge here. Uh, and I'll take a little bit behind the paywall here at Daily Roto. Ooh. Tom Brady is their highest-valued quarterback at $7,600 this week over on FanDuel. So Brady, I like Sony Michelle. Um, I don't like Edelman. I'm with you there, Greg. But if you want to get some exposure to that pass game, Mohamed Sanu is only $5,300. He's super cheap. I don't want Mohamed Sanu in my lineup. All right. Yeah, I'm I mean, you know. that's fine. It's just the Miami Dolphins have been torched by wide receivers all season long. So if you like Tom Brady, you got to like someone that he's throwing the ball to. Maybe that person is James White. Rex Burkhead, I mentioned. Jacoby Myers. I don't know. Bill Dorsett. I don't know. Uh, let me pull up. I just want to pull up the snap counts last week from the uh, New England Patriots wide receivers just so we can see who was on the field the most for them. And it was Mohamed Sanu. He played 96% of the snaps. So I know you're out of Mohamed Sanu. If I'm pairing Tom Brady with a receiver this week, it would be Mohamed Sanu for me. Played 96% of the snaps last week. 5,300 over on FanDuel in week 17. You mentioned Drew Brees. Drew Brees and the Saints. Carolina, right? That's who they have this week. They are going up against Will Greer, Will Greer and the Carolina Panthers. Will Greer, West Virginia zone. Will West Greer. Virginia. The Saints win. They have a chance to win number two seed. The Packers wind up losing to the Lions. I don't expect that to happen. We'll talk about that in a moment. But the Saints, Michael Thomas, already has the record. What are they playing for? I mean, they got to get out of this one healthy, especially if they're playing next week. Yeah, I don't know that I really want to get involved with any of the Saints players. You do have to worry about that. There's a chance that they could still 
play for the number two seed here. So they do have some motivation. It's obviously a great matchup for Alvin Kamara, as it has been all season against Carolina Panthers. We've been streaming running backs all year. He is $7,900 on FanDuel. Got back in the end zone twice last week. That was a long time coming for Alvin Kamara owners. But at his price tag of $7,900, I do think that he is in play. And then on the other side, Greg, you want to talk about motivation. The Carolina Panthers have already come out and said that they want to break records with Christian McCaffrey this week. It's tough to do. He's $11,100 over on FanDuel, but we have given you a lot of value plays already today. So I think if you want to pay up for him, you're going to be able to do it with all the value that is available in Week 17. Uh, He needs 32.8 full PPR points to break the record for most fantasy points ever in a season, Greg, breaking LaDainian Tomlinson's record. He needs 67 yards, 67 receiving yards to go 1,000 rushing and 1,000 receiving. He would be the third player ever to do that. He needs 216 scrimmage yards to break CJ2K's scrimmage yardage record as well. I think they just turn and give the ball to Christian McCaffrey like 30 times in this game, and he goes off once again. Yeah, that seems to be this case. Christian McCaffrey has an opportunity, as you said, uh, to be number one all-time fantasy scorer. That's pretty damn impressive. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Okay. Uh, on the other side of our final break, I do want to get into Green Bay and Detroit. I want to make sure we hit that game. There is some implication there. Uh, Kansas City has a chance at the number two seed. We talked about New England. Uh, they face off um, against the Chargers here. And then Oakland has an outside shot of getting into the playoffs. If they can get by. <laughs> that would be something, huh? If they can get by the Broncos. But I like the Broncos in this game. They're still playing Rick Fangio, too. Yeah, they are. The Broncos have played well all year long. Well, not well. They've played hard. They've played hard for Vic Fangio all year long. They've been on the, the wrong side of some really bad breaks at the end of games. So I think heading into next year, they might have a little something with Drew Locke. So I'm with you. I think the Broncos come out and play hard against the Raiders. We'll talk about all these games and wrap it up with three questions in three minutes. Coming up next. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Three questions in three minutes to wrap it up. I confused the Eagles and the Cowboys times because it was Kansas City and New England that played at different times. New England plays at 1 o'clock. Kansas City plays at 4 o'clock against the Chargers. If New England wins, Kansas City has nothing to play for. Frank, question number one is how could that affect who they play here against the Chargers? Yeah, I mean, it's going to definitely change things. You know, if uh, if New England comes out and <laughs> wins earlier, which is expected, uh, we probably don't see a lot of the starters for the Kansas City Chiefs, which kind of throws a wrench because I liked Damian Williams as a good value play here. Uh, he was solid last week. He was back in the, not workhorse role, but as the starter and, and saw a decent amount of work. So uh, just Something to monitor, you know, make sure you have that late swap available if you do try and use any of those Chiefs players because if New England wins, I don't know that we are going to see them play a full complement of stats. Question number two, Aaron Jones is under 1,000 yards this season but 16 touchdowns. Does he reach, what does he reach first? 18 touchdowns or 1,000 yards? Uh, I think that he will reach the 1,000 yards first. 
Uh, and I think that he is playing with the motivation to try and set the team record for most touchdowns in a season by uh, by a player on the Green Bay Packers because Ahmad Green has the record with 20 total touchdowns. Right now, Aaron Jones has 19 total touchdowns. He needs two to set the record. And Jamal Williams has already been ruled out. So I do have a lot of interest in Aaron Jones in the spot. He is $8,000 over on FanDuel. All right, there you go. Question number three, our final question of the day. Can the Raiders get in? The Raiders can statistically get in here, Greg. Uh, will they get in? No, no, it is not going to happen. They are going to play against the Broncos in Denver. Divisional matchup here. I don't even know that they win this game. Then they also need the Titans to lose. They need the Steelers to lose. There's a chance. And I believe they need the Colts to lose to the Jaguars or the Colts to beat the Jaguars. Uh, I think the only other, I think the only two things that they need no, are... No, they need three. They need three things. They need three. I don't know what that third thing is. They need the a Jag- lot of things to have. It's something in that Colts-Jaguar game. And I don't even know that they beat the Broncos, so... I don't think they do. But I do like DeAndre Washington as a value play this week at 6300 Understandably so. That is going to do it for us today. That's going to do it for me this year. I am off Monday and Tuesday. Frank is off Thursday. The two of us will be reunited next Friday for another Friday show as we get you ready for the NFL wildcard playoffs. Uh, Frank will wrap up the year with some year in review stuff Monday, Tuesday, I would assume. For sure. All right. And uh, it'll be fun. So thank you to everybody that's watched, that's listened, that's supported us over the last year. For Frank Stanfield, I'm Greg Sussman. We'll do it again next year.